Hey guys, it's King Kyrie here at the Age of the Millennial, and I'm here with my very special guest. Yes, introduce yourself. Hi. Hi guys, my name is Kai. Nice to meet y'all. And how did we meet each other, Kai? Um, let's see. Uh, I was dating one of your friend's sister, and then I started <laughs> hanging out with your friend because he's a pretty cool guy who doesn't want to go on the show. And now, yeah, we just became friends. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's like, I like that organic friendship kind of deal where we were able to become friends uh, through like a really genuine means because I was really protective of Lynette. And when I was like, who is this? And you introduced yourself, you were like a really cool guy. At first, low key, I was like, a, like the mind of Angel's dad. Like, uh, I don't know who this is. I don't really like him for Lynette. But then you started talking, and I was like, oh, he's a good, he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, actually an interesting conversation. Me and my friends uh, used to have all the time where, like, they were, like, so adamant on, like, for me to become friends with people, we have to have, like, you know, things in common that we can, like, actively do together. But nah, you have a point there. If you, you generally enjoy the person's company, then why not? I just be friends with them. You guys will eventually find stuff that you guys enjoy together. Exactly. And we have lots of stuff to talk about, which is kind of how I got on the topic that I'm on right now for this particular podcast. You brought it up to me. Um, it is jury nullification. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spicy uh, conversation. Yes, I because I, I, I think I asked you before because um, I did serve on a jury or not served on a jury. I was in the juror pool uh, up here in South Bend for a rape case. I didn't tell you this part, but um, this was after you had talked to me about jury nullification, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's let's start, you know, from the beginning. When did you hear about jury uh, nullification? Uh, I heard about it a while back from a YouTube video and I did some research on it. And uh, so like the process of uh, picking a jury and like, all that is very complex and the process of what a jury can do is very complex. And mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, why not? I'll look at the video. And after I looked at the video, I decided to like do some research on it. And yeah, there's a lot of like, you know, hidden things about it that a lot of people don't know. And when you say hidden things, you mean bad bullshit, don't you? No, no, uh, not necessarily. Uh, jury nullification has a lot of uh, like good and bad implications. Like a lot of cases are both good and bad. Like jury nullification is just a byproduct of how the jury works and it can flip both mm -hmm. ways. Well, but yeah, so in that instance, I guess I'm thinking along the lines of myself, if I were in the position where I needed a jury, I feel like jury nullification would fuck me over. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, it really depends on what the juror, the jurors, who the jurors are and whatnot. And generally, uh, I mean, not to rip on you, Stace, but like in your case, almost definitely jury nullification will fuck you over because the process of uh, picking a juror, uh, like picking who stays on the jury and whatnot is like a very like cutthroat, pro not cutthroat, but a very like shady process. Like, like oh, most uh, definitely. So, yeah, and because you're a black man in this community, they're gonna, yeah, you're gonna get super fucked over, Stace, like, out the fuck, beyond belief. Yes, 
and, and that 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 part is the problem that I have because on the jury that I uh, was potentially going to serve on, it was a rape case out of Notre Dame, and the guy who was uh, being accused of rape was Pakistani, and he mm. was accused of raping a white girl. Mm-hmm. And so the entire process. Um, I had known about jury nullification and they straight up asked me, you know, is there a reason why you should not be on the jury? And I was like, well, I know about this. And I know that uh, with jury nullification, it doesn't matter what we think about the evidence. We could potentially crucify this person or let this person go based off of what we believe of his moral character. And you're asking a person uh, to pretty much ignore the fact that he was being accused of rape and he is Pakistani in a very racist country. I mean, we don't like the Middle East, America. I'm not saying me in general, but I'm saying America does not like the Middle East. So anyone from the Middle East, a lot like a black person, is going to have a hard time when it comes to convincing a jury. But then you have the fact that he was uh, being accused of raping a white girl. And oh, that that right there, I could tell that a lot of people were like, oh, this guy is guilty. Yeah, uh, man, you got some balls on you, Stacy. Because, uh, so you know, uh, had you gotten on that juror or a jury, they make you swear in that you will abide or you will, uh, like cast your, uh, what do you call it, your statement, uh, based oh. on, yeah, based on the law and solely the law. And because you know jury notification, had they like allowed you into that jury and you attempted jury nullification, you were sworn in to abide by the law. But because you attempt nullification, you are breaking your oath. Well, so I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't have like used jury nullification. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have told anybody. I was just like, what, what, what am I trying to say? Um, I wasn't going to accuse this guy of anything. I personally didn't believe he was guilty or innocent um, in either case. I was just telling them, you know, I could see this being a problem because there were uh, people who were being talked to. And to pick a jury, to me, it's a really bad process, at least the way they did it here in South Bend. They had all of us in the room. Huh? Oh, hell yeah. But go on. And so no, they had no, all yeah, of I'm us. Just saying, yeah. They had all of us in this big giant room, and they're literally talking to group after group after group after group, and they're asking these people, "Do you feel comfortable doing this? Do you feel comfortable doing that?" Like literally in front of everyone. And this one girl, she's like, "I personally would not be fair against this person. No offense to him, but." my uh brother or somebody in her life uh was killed in afghanistan which has nothing to do with pakistan and this individual who was born here in america but she said that she probably would not be able to uh look at him the same way and like she was like i'm from the military i don't personally agree with this and they had one girl's like you know i was the victim of rape and i don't think that i'm qualified to go on this jury and i didn't realize that you got you know, the prosecution and the defense that are able to pick certain witnesses that they want for sure on the jury. And the prosecutor picked these people to be on the jury, knowing that they have a prejudice. Yeah, that's the fun part about picking a jury. So like, 
uh, both sides gets to pick the jurors, so technically it would be fair and whatnot. But both sides can also dismiss people. So like a uh, like very popular thing. Uh, I don't know if it still happens today, but a very popular thing back then was a uh, like um, a lot of cases where it was like a uh, white person versus a black person. Let's say you know the white person is the defendant and the black person is a uh, uh, what do you call it accuser or being accused. Uh, yeah. Generally, what they'll do is a uh, the person who's uh, the lawyer or the defendant of the white person, whatever. The person repping the white person will go to like all these people, but they will extensively uh, ask people of color like a ton of questions, and uh, they would uh, be like, "All right, you're out, you're out, you're out." And technically, the other side can be like, "Hey, that's prejudice." And all the def- uh, all the other person has to do is be like, "Nah, they have a prejudice against this," or like, "They have a kid, and my uh, guy has a kid, so I think they would be totally biased." Or they're wearing the same color shirt, or you know, just any kind of bullshit. Yeah. And it always works, like no matter what. Yeah, I noticed that, but I do know from that that process that I was in that selecting a jury. Um, you only get certain amount of dismissals, so you can't dismiss everyone that comes up. Can you? You have a certain number that you can use if you're like the defendant. I don't, uh, I don't know about that. I never heard about that, but I mean, it might as well be true because that'd be a very fucked up system. <laughs> yeah, if you can um, dismiss as many people as, but that's as a defense. I don't know about prosecution though. So this guy was defending himself against the accusations. I think the prosecution can dismiss as many people as he wants, but the defense only has a certain number of dismissals. Uh, I see. I don't know. Because I know like when they dismiss somebody, somebody else in the, in the fucking little, like, what do you call them? The little benches? The, ju- and get up the and jury like, right, pool. Yeah, they just walk up on there. So maybe that's like the limiting number. And it killed me to watch this because you had a lot of people of color and more specifically women being put on this jury against this guy who's being accused of rape. And I'm like, that is sexist. The The prosecution is trying to crucify uh. this person by putting um, a bunch of women on this jury and having him try to defend himself against a bunch of women who may have experienced rape. And one girl admitted that she had, and she was not dismissed. She was actually put on the jury. Yeah. Uh, I mean, back then, it was the idea was a jury would be a fair trial of unbiased people. Nowadays, it's a game of who can get what kind of jury. Yes. And and that is the a huge problem. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand how we, as a country can say that we've got a fair justice system. It's unbiased. No, it's not. If people were to actually take the time and look up what goes into a jury, they'd be really fucking surprised, if not disgusted. Because personally, I remembered all of this and then I saw a fucking video that John Oliver literally just posted. I swear I've got some sort of psionic power where like, I, I bring forth things. I can project myself into reality because... Um, <laughs> I, like, seriously, I was trying to think about what this was called and it's jury nullification. And then John Oliver posts this fucking uh, video on YouTube about, you know, how juries are bad in this country and more specifically for minorities, both women and racial. Not to mention you have yeah. um, in courts, gays and lesbians have it harder, too. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, I didn't see the John Oliver video, but I know there's a lot of topic about how the jury system can be so garbage. Absolutely. I mean, at the same time, it isn't bad, but there are certain models in Europe that I think we should adopt because the one that we have currently, it is rigged against uh, certain certain groups of people, if we're just going to be honest about Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, like, it's definitely rigged, but, you know, it's the game we're playing right now. What can we do, right? Well, as millennials, we probably should come out with force against the system and look for a way to get it changed because we need to get it changed i think yeah yeah like as millennials we can do as much as we want but as uh we can do what we can as long as you know the older generation hold the seats and actual you know offices and whatnot they ultimately make the rules that is true, which is why we've got to vote those motherfuckers out. This wasn't supposed to be political, y'all. I will admit, this wasn't supposed to be political. <laughs> However, you know, thinking about it, it's like, it's, it's infuriating. These rules that are in place aren't fair. And they're, they're, it's really, really, it's really hard to, to think about the fact that if I were to go to jail or if I were to get accused of doing something against someone, that my odds of going to jail are higher simply because of who I am. That's hurtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, no, it's super. To- yeah, yeah. Like it's super toxic as a government that we're running like that. Um, you know, we do what we can to change it, but I don't know. It sounds like I'm looking uh, pessimistically, but I think the best thing we can do is say what we can say and hope time takes over. Well, if we adopt that mentality, I think that we'd be dead before anything changes drastically enough, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. But- I'm betting on the old people dying before us. <laughs> <laughs> True. But the problem is you've got generational uh, like legacies, be like people being taught to uphold certain rules. And say what you will, I believe that our country's largest problem isn't race, it's class. Yeah, definitely. You have, you have the elites, you know, teaching their children, you know, go into politics, go into uh, law, go into this, go into that to maintain our status, maintain our power. I firmly believe that there are groups of people out there that are doing that on the daily. Yeah, like a, a byproduct of, a, you know, classification powers and, you know, society is, you know, race does come out of it. Like racial problems come out of, you know, tend to be uh, like if you're of a high class you want to associate with other high class people and you the people you want and your other high class people are people similar to you which happens to be the yes. same race so yeah byproducts you know um, so uh, but back to jury notification because we honestly sort of like touched on it but didn't really like hit it on the head and it's true impact um would you say that the OJ verdict was a, a, a outcome of jury nullification? Oh, ooh, oh, asking me the wrong question, State. I have no idea about the OJ case. Well, yeah, you weren't really around when that happened. Like, I was young too, but um, I looked into it when it came to jury nullification. And you have a lot of people on this who are like, oh, well, the glove didn't fit. Plus, he's a football player. And so they overturned like his they not overturned but they they ruled that he was innocent and when it comes to jury Mm -hmm. notification if the jury 
find someone innocent, then that's it. That they're free to go. The judge can't overrule that yep. verdict. However, yep. in jury nullification, if all the evidence points to the fact that this person is innocent, but the jury still chooses for whatever reason to find them guilty, the judge can overrule that uh, verdict and have another trial, correct? Mm-hmm. How often does that happen when it comes to uh, racial minorities and like uh, orientation minorities? It's not very high. I, I look because I looked some of this stuff up. Once you told me about jury nullification, I did a little bit of homework on it, and I, it, it surprised me how prevalent this 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 was with the George Zimmerman case against. Um, oh, this is going to sound so bad. There have been so many that have been killed. Um, Trayvon Martin. Correct? Is that who it was? I think I'm still too young, Stacy. Uh, George Zimmerman? Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't really follow government, you know, mechanisms until, like, college. Okay. Well, I I, I do believe that George Zimmerman killed uh, Trayvon Martin, and he was found innocent in Florida. And anyone who heard the evidence would honestly say this guy killed this dude he was told by dispatch not to follow he followed anyway and got to a fight that he was losing so he decided to shoot the guy and i honestly don't agree with the whole physical uh confrontation but if you're following someone and you don't and you're a child say imagine you're a child being followed by a grown-ass man what are you going to do yeah and and like, so you do what jury, you can. Exactly, but the jury's like, oh no, he was justified, even though the police told him not, to, or dispatch told him not to follow, even though he shouldn't have been messing around with the guy anyway. He wasn't a cop, and he had a gun. He should have. He was right to shoot Trayvon Martin, who had a bag of skittles. I don't know. It's That's stupid. Harder. But you know, yeah. the same guy, George Zimmerman, has been seen signing fucking bags of Skittles at events. Damn. Yes, there are pictures of him, That's real funny. pictures. And the way our jury system works, if you are tried for a crime, you can't be tried for it again. And so, even mm-hmm. if he comes out and admits, yes, I murdered this kid, he was already found innocent, and they can't do anything about it. Yeah, so see, a funny thing about the uh, jury system and whatnot, um, when you're on a jury, a very uh, powerful tactic for a, uh, like, for, like, a murder case is if somebody's defending somebody who murdered somebody, I don't know if that made any sense, Uh, if you're, as a lawyer, if you're defending a killer, your most powerful tactic would be to remind them that the jurors should base their uh, their uh, product of whatever they think solely on unreasonable doubt, like uh, beyond unreasonable doubt. So that means if you have Wait, any kind of what's up? You mean beyond a reasonable doubt? Beyond a reasonable doubt. There, there you go. Uh, that means if the uh, jurors have any kind of reasonable doubt to them they have to consider it so like when you implant that seed they're like fuck well I still think I have this little bit of reasonable doubt within me 
So then they choose, you know, we can't persecute. Well, so my thing is with that, I, I, I agree. If there's reasonable doubt, I agree. But if you call dispatch to report a character that you find suspicious in your neighborhood and you have no official authority whatsoever and they tell you not to follow this person, you follow them anyway and you confront them, get into a fight, they start beating rest, you decide to shoot them, that is murder. You murdered that person because yeah. you wrote a check with your mouth that you couldn't cash. So you pulled a gun on this kid that you were told not to follow in the first place. I don't understand how people can say, oh, no, that doesn't count. Yeah, no, he didn't murder him. Yes, he fucking did. Uh, so that's where uh, the reasonable doubt comes in, because that is subjective. Um, all the evidence can be there, but... Some people don't, I don't know, they're not the brightest of the bunch, if you will. So because of the jury system just chooses like a unbiased or quote unquote unbiased uh, random handful of people. If uh, any of them have uh, like, what's up? They choose dumb people. You can say it. You don't have to sugarcoat it. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. You have a collection of dumb people. If they have any re- un- or any reasonable doubt that uh, somebody is, uh, you know, not a killer when all the evidence is there, you can't do anything about it because reasonable doubt is subjective to every person. Like, mm-hmm. you can provide all the... You can watch them get shot and whatnot, and, like, they can watch it happen, like, brawl out in the fucking courtroom, and they'll be like, yeah, we still got some doubts because, you know, it's subjective. Yeah, because they start planting seeds in their heads, yada, yada, yada. Like, why did this happen? Did this happen this way? If this happened this way, then how did this happen? And I Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying. I get where you're going with that. But it still blows my mind how our jury system works like that. And they they let people... Oh, hell yeah. Because here's the thing. If George Zimmerman had killed a white girl, do you think he would have gotten off? Mm, I don't know. I, I didn't like. Oh, so you don't remember? Okay. I heard... Well, I'm yeah, just gonna like, say I'm... if he killed a white girl, he probably would be in prison right now. Yeah, maybe. Um, are you a fan of American Dad? American Dad? No, yes. I'm. I'm too young for that, Stacy. How are you too young for that? You're twenty. You're only three fucking years younger than me, Kai. It's American Dad. It's still on TV. Yeah, like, oh, is it? American Dad came off whenever I started watching like Adult Swim and like Family Guy and whatnot. There was no American Dad. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> I gotta show you an episode because there's something. Um, <laughs> there's an episode where one of the uh, characters, Roger the Alien goes finally decides to go to uh like his jury whatever he is uh being um prosecuted for like fraud and shit and he convinces the entire jury except for stan the main character that he is innocent and so stan poisons the entire jury says no he's guilty 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 they all want to let him off because they liked him they're like we like him he's amazing let's let him go and they're like no he did the crime Mm That right there was sort of covering uh, a little bit of this topic, jury nullification and the problem with juries, where like if you don't like someone, you can prosecute them. Because at the end of the episode, 
you had uh, Roger who got away and ended up sending Stan to jail. And on uh, mm-hmm. Stan's trial, Roger was a juror. And he's like, oh my God, I'm on mm-hmm. your case. And he uh, waves at Stan as he's like sitting down at the bench. And then he's like talking to the, his neighbors like, yo, he's totally guilty. And the other jurors like, you don't know that. And she was like, he was like, everyone is guilty of something, aren't they? God, you're so pure, pretty. Oh my God, you're beautiful. And she's like, oh, thank you. I'll vote him guilty if you want me to. And he's like, of course you will. And he sort of waves at him saying, hi. Like he's about to poison the entire jury against him now. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, that's, that's something about the jurors. They can be easily influenced. Exactly. And, and that right there just boils down to just, I don't know. I think it's just bullshit. Yeah, like it's real fun when uh, like a lawyer gets up and then like, uh, I don't know if, if you see some. Court, I used to watch court cases like back then. It's real fun watching like the uh, like the lawyers get up and like try to like feel out what the jurors like. If you if like the jurors get up and they like try to present facts to see if facts appeal to these jury members. If not, they start to like you know dwindle down to let's see if you know personal appeal. You know, do you think personal appeal will get to them? Like, start talking about families and children. Then they start talking about, like, ethics. They try to feel out the jury members. And then that's when they, like, strike and they feel out, like, like oh, a majority of them are, like, you know, fact-based. So I'm going to fill them up with facts. It's almost like a game for these people. What's up? It's almost like a game for these people. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean... Yeah, it is a game to them, and they probably view it as such, and they probably view the game as something they play very well. That's why they're lawyers. <laughs> if you could be a lawyer, would you be a prosecutor or a defender? If I could be a lawyer? Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't. If you could be a lawyer, <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> That's yeah, like saying, I wouldn't. Uh, like responding, yes. Like, what do you mean? If you could be a defender or prosecutor, what would you be? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> at one point, uh, I if I had to choose, what's up? At one point, I wanted to be a lawyer. Mm, really? Well, I'm good at arguing, but I found out, you know, quickly that it's not so much about arguing. And so much about, you know, how much money you can steal from these people and then end up sending them to prison anyway. Mm. I don't know. If I was a lawyer, I'd probably be a defendant because back to what you were saying earlier, I probably view it as a game and I would want to be on the defending side. That's always like the fun side to me. I, I don't know. To me, I could never if I was a lawyer, I wouldn't. I couldn't bring myself to take any case to heart because that's a surefire way to like fuck up your well-being, your mental well-being. Yeah. I don't think that you or I would be in trouble of taking things like that that to heart. Um, Some of our other friends, though, I couldn't see them being lawyers. I, I wouldn't see them, you know, standing there next to someone who's crying, trembling, that you know in your heart of hearts is innocent and that the jury just got got it wrong and sent them to jail or even worse the death penalty Ooh, I don't know about that Stacy. I think if I took that to heart it would fuck me up pretty badly no I don't think you would take these things to heart that's what I'm saying oh, no, absolutely yeah you can't take these things to heart or you're 
<laughs> you're gonna yeah. retire real early. Yes. Um, I do remember in my um, in my um, class, it was I think U.S. history. We were all doing a mock trial, and we were presented with facts. And me and another uh, girl, we were the prosecution. We were black lawyers. And the defense, we were defending a white man who killed an Hispanic dude. And all the evidence pointed to him being guilty. And so we got together. We put a, a really solid case together. And it was spot on. The jury mm -hmm. found the guy not uh, guilty because they said after everything was over and we did our announcement of the, uh, of the trial, they said that we as the prosecutors tried too hard. Mm. And so me and uh, the girl stayed after because we were pissed. So we're like, mm -hmm. this is someone's life. So we uh, stayed after and I uh, talked to the teacher and she said, the way that you guys presented the argument, I don't think any adult would have found him innocent. They would have definitely prosecuted him. And she said that it's a sad fact, but um, most of the um, trials involving a white defendant and um, a racial minority, the white defendant did get off by the um, jury. And mm -hmm. it, it blew my mind because we were in a predominantly white, you know, um, school. And... I just happened to pick the prosecution. We didn't know what the uh, trials were going to be until after our roles were already picked. And mm -hmm. when that we found out what it was, me and the girl, uh, we were like, oh, this is a slam dunk. We got this. And we were so let down by the fact that we lost that case because the jury thought we tried too hard. And that right there let me know at a very early age that our jury system is bullshit because if we lost a case against someone because the jury didn't like us which very well could be the case um in real life how's that going to make us feel how's it gonna make us look i don't know like i feel like that's a bit loaded like the case you had or like mock cases like that in general because usually as either a defendant or a prosecutor you try to like weed out as much information from the you know characters as possible and i think it would be more information beyond than what you're given like to the point where like you try to find out if their dog died or stuff like that so you can appeal to a to a juror you know what do you mean because we like, the, the 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 case that we were given i think was a legitimate case they just had the names changed yeah like it might be a legitimate case but i think on a level playing field you can generally get more information on an actual case i don't like an example oh, yeah. is uh i saw a case a while back where this lady uh she uh murdered her uh or she attempted to murder her husband uh and whatnot and like there was like all these evidence like they caught her on camera you know paying some guy to like you know murder some uh her husband or she was paying some guy to murder her husband or something like that it's all like recording and whatnot and uh like it, the the defendant uh, the defending lawyer was like well uh the reason why she's like this is because back when she was a kid she was you know traumatically scarred by like uh i think it was uh some kind of animal attack or something like that mm -hmm. and uh, 
it turns out like the animal attack was a uh, it was very uh, insignificant. But because he has that information, because he has all these like minor insignificant uh, things to justify what she did, he was able to get her off the like uh, case all entirely. And like, there's a lot of like small like details that you can use in somebody's life that isn't presented on paper in mock trials that a defendant or prosecutor could use. And I think they're generally loaded because of that. Okay. Well, I get what you're saying. Plus, I mean, we only saw like personality profiles via pieces of paper. We didn't actually get to speak to anybody. Yeah, like speaking helps. A lot of things help, you know. Yeah. Well, anyway, is there anything else you'd like to add, Mr. Uh, Kai? Um... <laughs> um you want to jump on house party later possibly i i do want to i do want to go to the gym <laughs> i didn't know if that was appropriate or not to ask on here no that's perfectly fine we're, we're millennials our, our attention span according to boomers and uh gen xers isn't very large so you know Okay, well, you want to, like, text the guys later to see if they want to do a house party later tonight? Uh, sure. I'm pretty sure Mess is going to say no, but Angel will probably say yes. Because right, uh, right. it is a weekday. Cool, cool. I guess uh, we'll uh, see each other then, huh? Alrighty. Talk to you soon. Alright, bye, Stacy. Nice talking to you. You too. Bye-bye.